welcome to The Campaigns, the actual play podcast from the RPG Academy. I am Michael, and this is The Campaigns, Secrets, Lies, and the Undead, episode number 11, Orcish Parable. At the end of the last episode, the battle in the basement of the museum was essentially over, and the rescue of Maya was imminent. And that is where we will pick up this episode with a character still in the basement, about to figure out what's going on with Maya, still trying to decide if they can trust Malvina, the half-orc ninja. So here is The Campaign's Secrets, Lies, and Undead, episode number 11, Orcish Parable. go rescue Maya. I I never didn't care about that. There is fear in her eyes that you've never seen before. She is probably traumatized because of what she has just seen. Possibly Bitch, I almost died twice. Well and and everything that's happened. She's she's literally like traumatized. She is in shock. So she is almost non responsive when you untie her. So she will, like, listen to your direction, but she is almost emotionless. Clearly, there's some sort of uh, mental issue with her right now. Did Archie come with... No, Archie went back. I don't know. she's been that, having Archie... terrible dreams. <laughs> she's been living a terrible dream. Does she appear physically hurt? No. All right. So she's not catatonic, but she's not really ambulatory of her own free will. Yeah. She's more dogatonic. <laughs> yeah, paratonic probably. Okay, so I will untie her, cut her free, whatever's necessary. Okay. Are the steps clear? Yes. At, at this moment, basically, the ninjas have got the skeletons essentially beat. Okay. So you you're almost basically out of combat. So you've you've untied her. She is listening to your directions. She's following along, but she seems very again out of it. She's walking. Okay. She's not really saying anything. Uh, just emotionally, she's in shock. Okay. I'm going to take her over to the stairs, tell her to sit down, relax, tell her everything's going to be okay. If I had any gear that like water or, or food or something, I would give her something to just occupy herself with. All right. She'll take the food or water that you give her, but it's it's very just monotonous. Like she's yeah. eating because you tell her to. There's no self-preservation or satisfaction. It's just repetitive. All right. I will tell her just to sit there and relax for a second and then let the rest of the room wrap up. All right. So Ravage will go back to you. You see Corbin run over to Maya, free her. All the enemies appear to be taken out. Fidel is in a puddle of goo at your feet. Uh, Underneath a bunch I... of body parts. Now that the pyramid <laughs> yeah, collapsed. I... Would like to use my soldiering training from my home city of Spicehaven to maybe perform some battlefield triage. Gotcha. And see if I could stabilize my black masked friend Fidel. Knowing the the era, I'm sure your battlefield training is is in amputations. So when you when you get down to the ground and you start to try to help, uh, you see that her mask is basically blank with two X's over where the eyes. Are. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, frowny lips. Will I get a plus two bonus plus a one 
Plus a one for my wisdom for this roll? And, or and your it? level. Plus my level? Yeah, you get your guys' level and everything. So that's plus two, plus one. So they'd be like plus five, I think. Here we go. Hey, Fidel, does it hurt when I do this? It feels great. So that will stabilize you, Fidel. You are able to use a recovery. And you sort of bat your eyes and uh, flutter them open. And this is the second time in a short period of time where in a lot of pain, confusion, you wake up to see Ravage staring down at you. Smiling my, my sharp tooth grin. My, uh, the axes on my mask flutter back to some sort of semblance of life. And I say, we have to stop meeting like this and reach my hand up to do that heroic double hand forearm grip lift me up to my standing feet thing. Nice. With with my recovery, do I uh, do I go back to zero plus the health, or do Correct. I just plus? Yeah, the health? you go to zero first, and then so you you are at thirteen hit points. Bam! All right, um, Corbin. So Fidel gets up. Yep. What are the What are the ninjas doing at this point? They're still basically fighting off the skeletons or finishing them up. So they're they're non communicative. Fuck them. They can get the skeletons. Yeah. Um, we, we've Maya's, just left them. Maya's just kind of out of it still. Yes. What else is in the satchel? Open up the satchel, dump it out. It appears to be mostly junk. There are a few things like little like pieces and parts that maybe came from like, like gold filigree, maybe some stones from a ring or something. So there's things that are of value, but nothing particular value to you right now. It's just things that weren't truly junk. Okay, so that's uh, nothing in there appears to be a secret, <laughs> a secret note. Yes. No. That does not appear to be a secret note. Okay. I'm going to tell Maya, hey, sit right here for a second. I'm just going right over here. Don't go anywhere. Pat her on the head. Okay. I go over to the statue. <laughs> can I Can I reach up and get it? Do I have to climb up and get you'll, it? You'll have to climb, but it's, it's nothing you can't do, and you're able to snatch this item out of the Prince of Shadow's hand. Right. And I'm going to attempt to draw it very crudely here. You guys know I don't have very good uh, drawing skills, but it appears to be carved out of a single piece of wood and it has sort of a handle. This is going to look a lot like a penis. Yay! Hey, that is my boner. So that's like a, a handle. Uh, it has a wooden shaft. <laughs> there you go again! Then it, then it sort of comes out like this. Is it leaking? No, it comes <laughs> down to here and on the bottom there is Sort of, and oh, this is a great radio. It's one of those tools used to start cars in the twenties and thirties. It, it looks a lot like that. Yes, it is. It is a it is a crank of some sort. The bottom is circular and it has crenellations like the top of a tower, as if it would like go into a gear of some sort. Like like it's 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 going to unlock somebody's Model A. Possibly did, unlock did, and start. That's did, that's did, what it's going to do. Just walk in. Is, huh? is this American? Is this National Treasure? <laughs> this is American <laughs> Pickers. <laughs> I Wait, get sixty-five maybe... bucks for this. Or it's Resident Evil. This is this is the the lonely rooster key. I think it's the the key um, to El Dorado. I would like to um, look Full around. Of monsters made of gold, gold golems, if you will, who will beat us senseless. I would like to survey the bodies all around us. Yes. And look at Corbin and say, um, I don't want to be weird about this, but do you want to check any of these bodies if they're Cornelius? 
No, oh. remember we heard that he's alive. We heard that he was alive. Is he alive? Well, he's he's talking he... about the the body parts that made the thing. He was alive. Is he alive? I mean, I don't know. Is he a monster now? Who knows? So, Corp- well, if, Corp- if we can trust the ninjas, I think we have no reason to trust your police lieutenant. He was obviously behind all this, right? <laughs> Corp- Corbin's going to yeah, walk over holding the rooster crank and say, hey, guys. The cock so- crank? Can we just? Yeah. I didn't want to be so crass, Scott. Thank you. He's so- calling it what it is. <laughs> so Corbin walks over, says, oh, hey, guys. Uh, I got this thing. And, uh, what the fuck are the ninjas doing here? Um, uh... Why are we not being killed by them? Okay, For an um, answer, I will turn from you to the lead ninja. What do you have to say, (laughs) battle exposition of the ninja brigade? (laughs) Um... (laughs) Please continue to fill us in on all the investigation we botched, and all the sense-making we didn't make sense of. Um, she says before, perhaps we should get away from this place. Yes. Okay. I'm all for that. Yeah. Is there also a sandwich? <laughs> there will be one at the Lazy Chimera if you're not boycotting it. I don't want to go back there anymore. Wait, that, that's where the ninjas hang uh, out? How have we never met them? No, 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 no. I assume I, they I'm had just... some sort of underground lair or like bat cave. Right? They were in the back. They were in the banquet room, man. <laughs> <laughs> they had it rented out. They were in the smoking sec. They're in the smoking section. So the champagne like room right. upstairs. We were in that second room at Edmund's house. Women. It had a little scarlet rope right in front of it. It was a VIP area. <laughs> we weren't allowed in. No, they can take you to their underground lair if you would like. But if you want a sandwich, then maybe you know. So you do have Maya. Um, all right. So what would you guys okay. like to do? First off, all these body parts that the giant what's-its were made out of, right? Yes. Does anything look familiar in there? Can I kick them around I, a little bit? I don't even know that you would be able. There's not a whole lot of faces. Mostly okay. it's just bodies, and they're kind of skinned and rotted. Yeah. So I don't think you would be able to tell, anyways. All right. Uh, then yes, I will uh, stand Maya up by the shoulders and tell her I'm going to take you back home. We're going to take care of you, uh, and I'm going to walk her back to the. Lazy you see tears out. start to kind of come. She's not like crying, but tears are just leaking out of her eyes. Man. Yeah. Embrace her, damn you. Then you need to Sorry. slow walk off to the sunset while you carry her out of here, right? While the Top Gun music plays. Yes. And then you can Sorry, like nurse her back to health in the bar for two months. Love. And Don't we're going to join the Ninja PC Brigade and kick some ass. Don't forget about me. Oh, 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 oh. Don't forget about me again. Right. Because <laughs> the first time you did that. <laughs> That's the song yes. that I play next time I die. In in a very touching show of emotion that he had the whole time because he wasn't an asshole. He was just worried about fucking dying. And excited Cor- about his brand new knife. <laughs> hey, the thing is awesome. Corbin <laughs> will take care of Maya, take her back to the Lazy Chimera. And when he walks in, says, fuck you, Archie. I was taking care of her the whole damn time, so you shut your mouth. Found it. Don't you? Asshole. <laughs> I was going to say, before Forget you said found her, me. he's going to think you kidnapped her. And you, <laughs> she's been in your basement. <laughs> Fuck you, Archie. I've been taking care of her the whole time. Look, she's fine. <laughs> I have tied her and everything. Oh, there's hardly any bruises. He stabs you on the spot. She wouldn't put the lotion in the basket. 
<laughs> or gets the hose again. <laughs> so I told I told her the rules. Come on, you uh, you navigate the city by, and avoiding a, a few of the the town watch as they uh, wander around. You uh, are able to get Maya back to the Lazy Chimera. Archie takes her very fatherly and tenderly and says that he will he will make sure that she's okay. She probably just needs some rest, and he will not let her out of her his sight again. He uh, then kind of goes into the back, so you guys have some time if you want to stay there, or the uh, the orc ninjas will take you back to their lair if you'd like to go. So they take you into like the warehouse district. There's so, so, a, a... So as, as we go, now that we've dropped off Maya... I'm going to be making small talk with the uh, orc leader, first of all, trying to find out her name. Okay. That would be something that I should have written down at some point in time, but I don't know what I did with it. It's Cornelius. Uh, well, no. um, is it Ravija? <laughs> Ravijana? No. <laughs> Ravijana. Oh, she's Italian. <laughs> hey, she's Italian. Uh, I'm the orc well, ninja. That, that, that being said, in addition to her name, I'd love to find out... Um, the initiation requirements to this band of ninjas that doesn't seem to get murdered all the time, because I'm I'm kind of thinking of moving over. This sounds pretty good to me. You know, the co- you know they they had a hideout. They have costumes. I bet their hideout wasn't burned down the first night they slept in it. And I bet it's not covered in cat pee. No, probably not. I mean, this is the best hideout yeah. we have. I'm gonna pee my pants. It doesn't have our like PTSD suffering trauma induced girlfriend to make us feel terrible every time we visit for just a beer, right? <laughs> That's true. You don't have any of that, but but you know maybe you want that. So I remember it was something like Malvina or something like that. So we'll just go with that for now. She will explain to you that um, as you're walking to their hideout, again that she was sent here by her father. To to obstruct the wishes of the Lich King, who has his sights on Mayhold, which kind of makes sense with all the undead that have suddenly been popping up, and that he she should be wary of the town guards that they had probably been infiltrated, and so on her own she decided the best way to do that would be to take over the prominent thieves guild, so she challenged Werner to combat. He was soundly defeated, so she has since then been training the thieves in more combat styles rather than thief styles, and they have been working to try to undermine the uh, the Watchmen and try to figure out what exactly it was they were after. She knew it had something to do with Cornelius, but did not know what. And uh, it wasn't until his death, quote-unquote-unquote, that it seemed that whatever was happening sped up, and they started noticing that there were uh, undead that were freely roaming the graveyards and the streets. And uh, when Corbin returned and, and she found out that her brother was accompanying him, she realized that this must be something that their father also set up, and he needed to be brought into the fold. And, uh, and now she hopes that they will, you guys will be able to work together towards a common goal. I hope so, too. Um, so all of this is said is, again, you're led to like a warehouse district. There's like a back room. Then she slides over like a table and there's a trap door. And you go down some steps and uh, you find yourself after a while in sort of a, an, an underground chamber. It looks very dwarven by construction. And you realize that you are in the, what was the original Mayhold, which was the dwarven citadel underneath the city, which has long been rumored to be the hideout of the Shadowbat gang. Very nice digs. It will suffice for our needs. I mean, it, it, it's a pretty nice. 
Uh, not really. I mean, it's very utilitarian. It's dwarven construction, so a lot of right angles, a lot of stone, and uh, everything's made for shorter people. So, like, all the doorways, especially Ravage and the Orc, Malvina, who are really tall, have to duck a lot. You see that there's a, a room, the, the door is open, and you can see a human that looks like they've been beat to shit pretty hard, tied up in a chair, and uh, much tattered like... guard what, uniform on the floor? No, actually, a, a tattered shadow bat uniform around him. That would be Werner. Oh, that was the dude that kicked my ass a couple times. Yeah, when you were, basically he was the bully on the playground that used to beat you up. And now he's tied up in a chair. I like this lady better and better. (laughs) Is there any other, is there any other human in here? Are there any other humans? Yeah, yeah, basically all the other ninjas are old shadow bats that are just being trained by her and they're more ninja now than, than, than before. They're, so they're almost all human. There are a few other races mixed in, but it's mostly the people that you knew. She just took over and has sort of militarized them a little bit. Gotcha. Is is Cornelius down here? Uh, no. As far as she knows, he is either actually dead or he has faked his own death. But she knows he is in some way connected, but she doesn't know what the Lich King wants with him or what the connection is. But She's convinced that that's what is ultimately going on here, is that the Lich King was trying to get a hold of Cornelius, and that is why he fled, if that is what happened. Because if he was dead, then the Lich King probably would have already moved on. But since he's still searching for something, or his agents are, that that there must be more to this. Hmm. Can Mulvina speak like Bane? Oh, welcome to my fortress. I can't do a Sean Connery accent, so no. The Shadowbats serve my purpose as well. Ravage, I am your father. Sister, oh, sister. Oh, that's the way the Orc Lord talks. God, spoilers, Scott. <laughs> okay, so what else would you guys like to do? You are now in the secret underground lair of the Shadowbats. You have apparently allied yourself with them and Malvina, the Orc Ninja. And uh, it seems that you share a common goal of... Uh, Attacking or trying to figure out what exactly the town watches up to and how it connects to the Lich King. I'm, I'm, I really am finding out about initiation rites and and how you go about that. This, this sounds like a good plan. Do they allow masks in their uniform? <laughs> They're kind of awkward if they didn't. Uh. <laughs> I think our goal. We were investigating the town watch anyway, so I kind of guess we'll just like. Join that patrol. Right? I mean, that's what we were doing. Besides looking for Cornelius. So, from what I recall, and it's possible that I'm forgetting stuff too, your sort of uh, plot threads that you still are falling at is uh, uh, who is Chambers and how is he related because he was a guy that took over the museum that was was, uh, appointed by the council. Edmund has been accused of the murder of Cornelius and is currently in prison. Um, he was visiting the council when this happened. So he basically went to them to report in, and that's when he was accused and uh, arrested. And then you were trying to check out the Cornelius's mausoleum when you were attacked by ghouls early on, and you really weren't able to do a thorough job of that. So those are kind of the three things that I would expect that you guys would want to follow up on at this point. I assume if Cornelius is alive, the reason his museum has no door is not because it's has some hidden secret brilliant magical item inside, but rather because there's just no corpse, so why would you build a door? But we have and, a key. And I assume that Cornelius is is 
not Cornelius. The the head of the museum is uh, not a major player because why would a major player take a very public role, especially one where obviously you're going to be implicated afterward when the entire museum is trashed. So I don't suspect that's a good thread either. But I have to assume the Aquabats have a better plan than just, uh, you know, as as Matthew suggested, going out in a roving team and trying to confront guards. Something I, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? I hold up the little gear thingy I found. Hey, does anyone know what this is? That looks like something. A magical key that's built to open up um, tombs. My mom used to use one of those to make potatoes. Right? Can can, can somebody, uh, maybe with some knowledge in sort of archaeological and historical artifacts, maybe roll against that knowledge to tell what sort of socket we'd be looking for on this socket? Is it a Dwarven-looking socket? Is it stone? Is it going to be made out of plastic somehow, magically? Hey, I have a bunch of those knowledges. Can I use my culinary knowledge to see what kind of potatoes that was designed for? You know, I may I may occasionally think I got screwed on the backgrounds, but you, my friend. <laughs> I have a 12 on knowledge check. I probably don't know anything. You, you find it interesting that it is carved out of what appears to be one solid piece of wood. Uh, usually this type of tool will be made out of metal. Ooh. So that um, apparently has some sort of significance. It's made to open up a tree. So it, you make it think that it possibly would be connected to wood, but outside of the fact that it's made of wood, normally it would be associated with stone. Hmm. It doesn't look like it was a hastily made copy of the stone original, does it? No, it's very well made, beautifully carved. I wonder if it has anything to do with druidy things, Mr. Druid uh, Barbarian over there. Oh, would you say? Did I did I mention that I was raised by the Order of the Oaken Shields? Well, <laughs> let me take a look at that. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. Let me just uh, roll this around my hand right here. See what I? Uh, yeah, seems to be wood. It uh, it does seem to be wood. Uh, there are, despite its its well craftedness. Mm. There are some telltale signs that you would recognize as very likely being uh, a druid order. Uh, that it's possibly that this was more than carved; it was probably created through some sort of ritual magic, um, and that it, while it itself is not magical, it was probably made through magic. And it is possible that it was made to replicate something that was lost. So the way to make it exactly what was the replication uh, through the yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell what kind of tree it is? Like. What kind uh, of wood it is? Oak. Oak. Oh, a hardwood. Mm. So it's it's to it's used. Do we, do to we know where oaks are native to? It's probably for mashing, um, you know, uh, cassavas or maybe like a firm Yukon gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They use this to make latkes. That's the plan. Yeah, I thought that. Wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Is there something else going on here? No. <laughs> it's that shot of brilliance I have and that it's all gone. It's like a shooting star. <laughs> we have a key. We need to find the lock. But we... D- d- I mean... Do we remember anything from the mausoleum? Or was it just the... I remember ghouls. The ghouls thing. Yeah, you were searching and you really didn't have a, a lot of time. You were still in the process of searching. 
when the ghouls attacked and then you were rescued by Edmund, so you really didn't check the mausoleum out very thoroughly. That seems like such a strange place to hide a secret, doesn't it? Well, I mean, oh, come to think of it, no. He littered the building with these notes that he hoped only his uh, adopted son equivalent would find, and uh, that includes a key, and his agents hastily raised a tomb for him, right? We could probably presume that that tomb holds some bit of important information, not just more zombies. But we did... The mute, what, the message itself, do you still have that written down, Caleb? Uh, Let me go look it, it up. Go to the mausoleum. Oh, son of a bitch! Why did I read that before? It's in my email somewhere. Uh, something about treasure... Uh, shit. If we go back to the mausoleum, can it be like noon when we go? <laughs> uh, probably like, not. Or like 2 o'clock-ish p.m.? Uh, can we go with all the ninjas? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, could we go with the PCs? So the message was, no man tells a secret he expects to be kept, and no man makes a buried makes a map to buried treasure he expects to say stay buried. Can, can I assume, the secret he expects to be kept. Can I assume that this is the last thing I was supposed to find, or there's another coded message? Um, you don't know. You do know that this was relatively close to the place where you expected to find the third thing, but, but there was no actual note there. Right, there was nothing in that hidey hole. Yeah. And this was in the statue of the Prince of Shadows' hand. Correct. And there was nothing in the dwarf's pocket or satchel or on his body that was... Nothing that you would equate with the message or Cornelius. Well... If we're still looking for Cornelius, and apparently nobody has seen him, the, in, the the ninjas haven't told us they've seen him, and the um the former head of the guard, now deposed, hadn't said that he'd seen him, right? They just both seem to act like Cornelius is still alive? Correct. The, the what, what Edmund actually told you is he believes that Cornelius faked his death, but that was based off his, like, crazy conspiracy theory wall. That, that wasn't based off seeing him on the street, like, hey! Right, yeah. Hey, Cornelius! It was his hey, belief, but oh, he had no empirical evidence of that. Yeah, well, I uh, honestly, I think, uh, although I poo-pooed it right at the first, it does seem to hang together pretty well. Maybe the uh, tomb is our next best stop. Cornelius is probably going to swivel around in some swivel chair, like, I bet you're all wondering why I've gathered you here today. <laughs> no, no, no. He would clearly have a cat. He would be petting. Yeah. He would not be templing the fingers, there would be a cat. And then the music would crescendo. So, Malvina tells you that you should rest for the night. Yes. Heal. And then in the morning, in the light of day, we shall make our way to the grave, the mausoleum. I agree with that No attempt at subtlety at all. On the cover of Afternoon, in the biggest carriage in the county, we're going to wheel right up and start exhuming the dead. Because I'm an orc. Fuck it. All right. So, Thaddeo, are you able to uh, heal everyone, or are you out of your spells for the day? Well, one's per combat, so if we're in combat, if someone attacks me, <laughs> I can heal again. And right. the other one's per day, I can cast that once, so anybody well, can take that. Can't, if if we're resting, can, uh, resting for the night, wouldn't this be a full heal up? Oh, that's true. Yes, you would be able to just do a full heal up. I still get some of the rules confused though. So, so you basically can rest the entire rest of the evening. Corbin, a couple of times you sort of wake up and you see Werner sort of struggling in his chair and he's hur, 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 trying to like talk to you, but uh, 
there's really not much else he can do, and he he seems very. Oh God, is he trying to warn you? Oh God, no! This is this no. is the triple cross. The ninjas are now the bad guys again. And <laughs> Werner, I, wait, wait, wait! Would I do that? Would I do the, that to you? The DM agenda. Yes, and Any then they'd all be fucking will either be kidnapped and tortured or double cross you. <laughs> can you guys shut up? I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> And Werner is actually Cornelius, who's from the past, time-traveling, because there's aliens and a fucking Godzilla monster with octopus tentacles. Oh, God, could, could, could we fast-forward this game into Cowboys and Aliens? <laughs> like Dungeons and Dragons and Aliens? That, that'd be cool. I'd take a blaster rifle. All right. A blaster wristlet? <sighs> Two, I... so I get double attacks. Corbin, pew pew. Corbin pew. would actually at maybe the next morning, uh, he would ask the the Melvina was that her name? Yeah, Melvina. Melvina. He would ask Melvina, "Hey, so uh, what's up with uh, that asshole over there tied up in the chair?" He refused to submit. Ah, which is when you took over the clan. Yes, she's really what's, into that. She's a top. Uh, I'm gonna keep my mouth closed when she says that. What's uh? What's your plan with him? As long as he causes no more harm, he'll be kept alive. And when my mission is here, he can resume his leadership if the people will have him. I sort of doubt that they will now that they've seen his weakness. I hope many will continue to follow me, but that is not for me to say. I say, oh, you're, you, after your work is done here, you're planning to move on? Yes. Disappointed in my new job prospects? Well, perhaps you can, uh, maybe you can take over leadership here. What's the 401k look like? The blind leading the blind. That's what that would be. Go, I'm... my minions. Go and die in droves. As Corbin... I retreat and not heal you. Corbin's actually going to go over to Werner. Okay. And and uh, pull his gag out of his mouth. Like, hey, buddy. All right. You see uh, Malvina sort of tense up as she watches what you're doing. She doesn't stop you, but she's quite interested. When you pull the mask down, he, he like, kind of spits a little bit, and you can see that... He's clearly been beaten. It looks like he may have been beaten after he's been in the chair. So, you know, these some of these are sort of fresh. And he immediately just starts pleading, you got to get me out of here, man. They're going to kill me. I don't I don't know. That, that, that bitch is fucking crazy. Wait, so, so the summary of his argument is bitches be crazy. <laughs> that bitches be crazy. Eh, we'll see. Them bitches about? be crazy, dog. Shit be stepping. Y'all be fresh. What? <laughs> I'm too white for this. That beard just negates any sort of street cred, man. Yeah. Especially when you're doing that to it. It's yes. the 1830 street cred. <laughs> True. Um, so he clearly is just sort of pleading that he wants you to free him. And he, you know, he, he, he got, goes, he transitions from apologizing for what he did, that he will, he will help you any way he can. He'll find Cornelius for you. Uh, whatever you need, he's just pleading for you to uh, help him. Do we get new backstory on our friend Corbin by him apologizing for what he did? Well, I think you guys probably knew that he Cornelius uh, that uh, Corbin had a history with the Shadow Bats, but it was never really explained what happened. But you know that the Shadow Bats did not mess with Cor Corbin, uh, even though he was sort of like a freelance thief. He was able to act autonomously and not be attacked. Where any other person that tried to do that would have been uh, either brought into the fold or dealt with. <clears throat> um, I'll ask him if he knows anything about the situation with Cornelius. Oh yeah, man. He, yeah, I, I know. I, I know all about it. He, 
He faked his death. I know where he's at. Listen, you get me out of here, I'll take you straight to him. Just tell, uh, me what you, tell me what you know. No wonder they've been beating him. What a <laughs> sniffly little bitch. No, no, no. I, I, sorry, man. You, let me go. I'll, I'll take you straight to him. I promise. I swear. Oh, okay. I put the hood back on him. <laughs> I, I, let it, I let him sit there for about 30 seconds. I take it back off. You want to talk? Okay. I don't know where he's at, but I don't think he's dead. I, I think you just contradicted yourself there, buddy. Which, uh, wh what's it supposed to be? You know that I have a history with Cornelius as well, and there's no way that he died the way they say he died. Which is? That he was attacked by some of our people and murdered in the museum. One, I didn't order it, so it couldn't happen. Two, I don't think any of us could have taken him out if we tried. So clearly he only wants to be thought dead, so he's alive and he's somewhere. And if you get me out of here, I'll help you. That thing, she sort of nods over to Malvina, has no interest in in helping you find Cornelius. If anything, I think she wants him dead. And at that moment, you sort of, Malvina sort of like speaks up, like, I think it's time for us to go. We need to uh, get going before it gets too late. Sense mm. motive! Yeah, let ah. me, uh, I'm going to do a sense motive on, on Werner. Um, and I would, hmm. I'm going to do a sense motive on Malvina since I've been trying to pimp her up for a job all night. <laughs> I was actually going to ask Malvina in Orkish if that's true. Uh, for my sense motive, can I claim my thievery knowledge uh, of the, my history with him as well as my knowledge of the bats themselves to get a better read on him. I'll give you half that, because you really haven't had a lot of interaction with him in, in years. Alright, so... Nope! Uh, you, uh, you take him at his word. You, uh, you think that he does think Cornelius is alive, and he does not think that Malvina has Cornelius' best interest at heart. So, Ravage, you said you were going to ask Malvina directly in Orcish? Yes. So what exactly are you asking her? I'm just, as, uh, as he says, uh, you know, oh, you know, uh, as Werner says, oh, oh, she's, she's thinking of killing, uh, Cornelius. I'm going to finish chewing part of my sandwich, which I'm assuming I'm eating and say, is that, is that true? So, uh, she will tell you that sort of reference that she was sent here by her father. Mm -hmm. You, you believe to be the orc lord. Mm -hmm. to thwart the plans of the Lich King. And then she starts to tell sort of like an orcish, not a fairy tale, but like a parable. And it essentially boils down to if the bad thing wants something, if you destroy the thing that it wants, you have defeated the creature's wants. Ah. So you feel that she probably thinks the best way to do her job is to make sure Cornelius is actually dead. She doesn't gotcha. say that, but that's basically what she's telling you. Gotcha. Take away the apple, and no one's coming for it. Correct. I've heard that parable before. So if the other, either of the other two, you speak Orcish, um, and you could roll a sense motive to see if you could kind of make sense of that parable. You get the idea that's why she didn't just say it directly, if she was hoping they wouldn't necessarily no, no, I, understand it. 
I rolled my sense motive to see if, if uh, it seemed like she was lying and thus would be a terrible employer to follow. <laughs> I got a 25. Well, based off of her reaction to Werner and like the way she interrupted when she did and in trying way, you see no reason why she would want to save Cornelius, but you don't know that she necessarily wants him dead. Okay. But you still haven't exactly figured out, because she hasn't said anything yet about saving Cornelius. It's all been thwarting the Witch King and doing her father's work. This is the first I'm hearing about the Lich King, so... This gal's got daddy issues. We all do. Thundercrack. Thundercrack. Thanks for attending the RPG Academy and listening to our podcast. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. This podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash the RPG Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We will use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out numerous ways. One, you can subscribe to our show on iTunes or you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Also, if you clear your cookies and then visit Amazon or drive through RPG through our portal, we get a kickback from your orders and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like an RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com, or you can reach us on social media such as Facebook and Google+. We are there under the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.